his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman. And this is Bay Current for Friday, February 18th. We have put together a plan that we... Uh, coin as the smarter plan because we are smarter two years later. That's Governor Gavin Newsom announcing the next phase of the state's public health strategy for moving beyond the COVID-19 pandemic. And when it comes to things like masks and mandates, you know we all have an opinion, as KCBS Radio's David Welch found out in the field yesterday. It was a mostly maskless Hayes Valley on this sunny day. I do feel like we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Peter Milkovich works in the live music industry. He likes what he's seen the past few weeks. People are coming up back out for shows. People are coming back out for conferences. They're scheduling things. They're scheduling events. Feels good. Alexis Lewis sees it differently. She thinks the state is moving too fast. We're pulling things back and kind of pretending like it's gone when it's not. She has a hard time when patrons walk into her cafe without a mask. I definitely, like, find myself taking a step back. So after two-plus years, what does beginning to move beyond the COVID-19 pandemic look like? My KCBS radio colleague Kathy Novak joins me to explain. My main question for you, Kathy, after covering this event is, do you feel smarter? <laughs> um, I think I, I, I'm told that I should feel smarter from oh. our experience of the last two years. That was the takeaway. I know what the S in the acronym stands for. That's shots. You might lose me after that. Uh-huh. M is obviously <laughs> masks, I would, I would think. Yeah, right. Very good. Very good. Do you want to keep going? A... A? A is for awareness. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> R? Is for readiness. T would be for testing. Mm-hmm. E, educate, education. Yes, very good. And R was really a curveball for people playing at home. The final, yeah, the final R, is it remdesivir? You know, it's close. It's close. <laughs> what do you need if you're going to have remdesivir? You probably need a prescription. And what's another? Really bad COVID. I don't know. <laughs> Rx, as in treatments. That's the uh, R in smarter. Uh, so it's kind of smarter X. Okay, Rx. So yeah, Newsom had this big poster behind him with an acronym. So, Kathy, what was the governor's message yesterday afternoon? Well, the, the overall message really is that 
California is moving into the next phase. He says, we're turning a page. So, you know, when we've had these kinds of announcements in the past, there have been kind of a blueprint. You remember the color-coded tier system of reopening that was tied to certain... I remember them, but I couldn't keep track of them. (laughs) Yeah, right. So it was like there were certain (laughs) metrics. If you're in red, then that has to do with this and that case levels and hospitalizations, et cetera, et cetera. This was not that. This was more of a kind of overall picture that we are moving into the next phase together, taking the lessons of the past two years and of being prepared for the future, but that basically we are in a stage now where we are living with COVID. It's not going anywhere, but it is no longer an emergency or a crisis. That's kind of the message that was, you know, said at the press conference. I think we all kind of know what pandemic means, but in terms of endemic, that means endemically we're sort of kind of stuck with something, right? That uh, let's if I can find the definition. Um, oh, there's a lot of quizzes in this podcast today. Spell smarter and then it. find a dictionary definition of anemic. Go ahead, honey. If neither one of us can, sm- <laughs> can spell, if neither one of us can spell smarter, we should not be uh, in this line of work. Sp- so, a disease or condition regularly found among particular people or in a certain area. That is endemic, and that actually is kind of surprising to me because. You know what that makes me think of very first thing? What's that? The fact that it's found among particular people or in a certain area is that this is something that's going to exist more in some places than in others. Sound familiar? That sounds like America in COVID and states that won't get vaccinated and states that will. Well, right. And then this has been part of the debate broadly among experts, doctors uh, who are talking about pandemic versus the disease becoming endemic. And it kind of is up for debate still very much so whether or not we should be talking about getting into a stage where where COVID is endemic at all. And there are doctors who are still arguing that, you know, A, we're not, it's not endemic now. And that's not, that should not be the goal. And in fact, you know, we heard this word in the lead up to this announcement because we knew it was coming, but neither Governor Newsom nor the Health and Human Services Secretary, Dr. Mark Galley, actually used the word endemic. It was more this general idea of living with COVID, perhaps precisely because the idea of something being endemic is still up for debate and, and maybe um, not a word that they want to use in their actual announcement of, you know, what they're they're framing as this next phase of the state's response to the pandemic. So in terms of what this means for, you know, anybody who's listening to the podcast here in the Bay Area or really in California, was there any new information or strategy that was rolled out or announced today? Or was this more of just a, hey, California, we're doing well, keep it up kind of thing? Kind of. You know, Dr. Mark Galley had said he knows that he gets that question from his mom. What do I really need to know? And he should be Mm. able to speak to every Californian the way he speaks to his mom and just say in a minute what this is all about. And that's the thing. There was not really a headline announcement in, in the way that we had with those tier systems that I mentioned, or, you know, earlier in the week where the headline is, you can take your masks off now. That's not this. This is kind of a more overall framework of health officials saying that if you feel like you're ready to move forward and that we're coming out of the Omicron surge, again, 
use that phrase into the next phase of the pandemic, that's okay. You can kind of, you know, move forward. But as the governor put it, California still has your back, that the people in the background are still doing all of the planning that is necessary for the next variant that might be around the corner or indeed the next virus or even just the next emergency in general. This is about being in a position so we're not caught flat footed the way we were when coronavirus was a new thing two years ago when there wasn't enough PPE, hospitals were overwhelmed, you know, people were 3D printing face shields because doctors didn't have enough masks, that sort of thing. This is saying, okay, we're moving forward, but we will stockpile masks. We will stockpile tests. We will keep testing the wastewater to be hyper vigilant and on the lookout for the next variant. And when the next variant comes, we will alert the correct authorities. You know, so there's all of these things that are happening that are sort of saying, we've learned from this. We have the tools. They're all there to be used and we'll flex depending on what the next variant might throw at us. So it sounds like if we take it almost at face value, this plan, if you will, is called Smarter, right? And after two years and change, I think we're all smarter about how to take care of ourselves in public settings and things we should do, wear masks, get vaccinated, social distance, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, From the state's perspective, they've learned a lot of hard lessons, too. Even recently, back in December, when Omicron came onto the scene, uh, testing was not ramped up at the level you maybe thought it would be uh, that far into the pandemic. So this sounds like it's more about being prepared for the inevitable future waves and any other public health crisis that may come down the road that the state and authorities have learned from and can be better prepared for in the future. Is that kind of the nuts and bolts of it? I think so, yes. And, you know, you mentioned testing as an example. That is one of the letters in Smarter. The T is for testing. And it is about having enough tests available so that they can ramp up testing if a certain variant kind of springs up somewhere. And also the governor made reference to the fact that they want to try to make testing not only available, but but also not so expensive um, so that we don't have the kind of situation that we had with Omicron where there was this huge rush for tests. No one could get them right before Thanksgiving, as you might recall. And the other thing that I think that people kind of get a little bit more now is a lot of the nuance around different variants. So what they were saying is that the response, you can't have a Delta response for an Omicron outbreak. You know, there were different effects, you know, whether it's counting case numbers or whether it's counting hospitalizations. And And this understanding that when they announce different restrictions, it will be adapted and tailored to the variant and to the time. So they're not saying the masks are coming off forever, throw them out. You know, they may come back in small, targeted, limited ways, depending on what comes next. And it's about putting all those kind of game plans in place so that everything's ready to go if and when that happens. Final question for you, Kathy. We know that Governor Newsom likes to lead at a national level, if you get where I'm going with that, likes to to be very bold in these first steps, was the first uh, state with the statewide, um, you know, shutdowns and um, masking orders. Do you think that part of this uh, calculation, obviously doing the right thing for his state and Californians, but do you think that another part of the calculation might be coming up with that statewide approach to what it looks like to begin to turn the page on pandemic COVID? 
and kind of writing that playbook? Well, he did say that he made reference to other states, Florida, Texas and others, and, and made those comparisons that California has done better, you know, when it comes to hospitalization, deaths, et cetera, and said that some people are ready to just throw up their hands and go, OK, we're done with COVID. We're moving on. And that this was a deliberate decision on the part of California as a state to say we're not just abandoning all of this, that we are going to, you know, remain prepared, learn the lessons, make sure that we're ready the next time this comes around. And, you know, you talk about leading at the same press conference, um, Andy Slavitt, who was an advisor in the Biden administration dealing with the COVID emergency, was there holding up the playbook, the new smarter plan, saying that he thinks that this will be used as a model in other states for how to move forward with the pandemic. So, yeah, whether or not that was part of the calculus, that was the, uh, you know, reaction that they got from a very high level advisor who was in, in the administration. So they have to be happy with that. Well, you've had a long day, put in a lot of hard work. So I will not at this point test you again on what smarter stands <laughs> okay, for. Okay, I appreciate that. Kathy, great work as always. I do appreciate the time. Thanks for having me. Thank you to Kathy and to David Welch. And thank you for listening. New episodes of Bay Current are out every day, and we'd love to be part of your daily routine. You can subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you listen. And we're on YouTube on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again on Monday. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.